We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to Cooking Joe Fan Twitter, brought to you by South Hills Kia, Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Fan Hotline, presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing, heating, and air conditioning provider for over 50 years. And the Fan Text Line, brought to you by Edgar Snyder & Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Ron, let's bring on our friend and yours, Mr. Jay Caulfield. He's on the Nemecolon fan hotline. Nemecolon around every corner creates real-life magic for guests. Jay, that was sort of a strange game last night. I think I might pin it on the goaltending more than anything else, but generally speaking, the Penguins have been playing pretty well. Are you convinced they've righted the ship here? Yeah, I think they've been playing good hockey, Joe. Yeah, and it's it's one that got away from them early in the game, and they could never recover. It's, it's, you know, it's happened sometimes, right? So... But, yeah, the goal, you know, I think Mike Sullivan, it was probably a mix on both, Joe. I mean, the team wasn't playing well early, and they didn't get the saves early, and then you got to make a move, and that's just to shake up the the bench and all that kind of stuff, and then they responded. I think almost after that, I, I, I believe the shots were 30-something to maybe 10 or 11 for Washington in the, in the final 40 minutes. So, but But it was too much to overcome, and the Penguins just didn't cash in, and they gave away two points. And that's a tough one to take, but they've had great goaltending up throughout for a really good stretch, and that one just got away from them last night early. Jay, I mean, I, I, this is what the problem I've had with Jari, though, all along. He can be so fabulous, and then those two goals last night were from the parking lot, right? I mean, it's just hard to understand sometimes. Yeah, he just wasn't on top. Hey, the first shot by Wilson, though, was a it was a rocket. It was a really good shot, but, I mean, yeah, he, he wasn't maybe – Maybe he was off his mark. I mean, I'm sure they're looking at that today and seeing what was that. It was and the stick of, of Graves. Maybe, maybe he was thinking it was good. I have no idea on that one. I think the third one, the second one was a bad break. The third one, uh, you know, he had two bodies in front of him. It looked like he didn't really fight through to find it. You know what I mean? Wasn't battling the way I think Mike Sullivan would maybe want him to or Andy Kyoto. I mean, I'm again, that's between goaltender coaching and 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 player and see what they're talking about today, but. Certainly not not the start and not what we've seen from the goaltenders, Ron, for quite a stretch. I mean, between the two of them, they're they're number two in the league in save percentage and probably not far off on goals against. And as I said, that one got away from them early, and Washington gave them life. They they couldn't generate much after that. 
And uh, it was just, again, too much. But I, I do believe it was a blend. And Mike Sullivan or any head coach is going to say, look, I need to, I'm going to make a move here. And it's to shake up because I can't sit the rest of it. I can't sit number of players, but I can switch my goaltender. And it's usually done for a spark. And, and I, I do think it was a mix of both. I don't think he was happy with Jari, and he wasn't happy with the way the team was playing. And that can't happen. That has happened a number of times throughout this season, to your point, Ron, that there's been a couple games like that, and it was earlier in the year, and Jari regrouped and has been outstanding since then until last night's hiccup. And the game in Toronto was just, look, that was a game, that is what it is. That was, blow, that, was a, that was a blowout in all categories. But outside of that, this was the first hiccup again that we've seen, and, and it has been with, on the Jari side of it. So as we look at the standings, Jay, I mean, to me, the most surprising developments so far are that the Flyers and Capitals are in playoff position, and I realize it's a point or two either way, and that the Lightning and Devils are out of playoff position. But I see the Penguins as going down to the wire. Do you, and do you think eventually they're going to get in? I think the yeah, I think they're going to get in. But here's they got to they have to play. They can't have a night like. The, the, the thing now is you can't have a night like you had last night, especially against a divisional opponent. That's the kind of game that can't happen. And, and you know they know that. So, but I think, that, I think Jersey's going to rebound. I think Jersey's going to make a move for a goaltender. Somehow they're in the position they are because uh, they had a couple injuries and, and this and that, but their goaltending has been not anywhere near caliber of the NHL. And it puts you behind the eight ball, as we saw last night. And then Tampa, they're going to respond. I think they've like the Penguins have played so much big time hockey and, and maybe the season you get, you know, just a little lull here and there. And uh, I saw somebody game the other night when they were playing Montreal and they were flat and then they turned it on and a team like that, they can turn it on. They're going to find them, themselves back in with Vasilevsky being their goaltender. So I think that's, I do think it's going to be difficult. Is, is really going to hold on? Is Washington going to hold on? And, and that's going to be the key points. And even with that, that loser comes into play so much as you go down the stretch. Uh, they got to climb. They have to play hockey, and they have. I've always talked about it and looked at it in ten game segments, and they've got to be. They can't have six and four ten game segments. They have to be seven and three, eight and two ten game segments all the way down the stretch. And uh, because you know other teams are going to be playing, and you're battling teams that are uh, just right there. So it's a number of teams to climb. But I do think they can do it. And I'm betting on their goaltending being same as it has been throughout this first 30-some games. Jay, we had another rendition of Crosby Ovechkin last night. Sid just continues to amaze. I see Ovechkin did get a goal last night. He has really struggled to score. What did you see from their games last night? Yeah, the Crosby line was uh, dynamic or great. Whatever, Whatever word you want to use for it, they were really good. So each each across the board two points each guy and I think that was great. I think Mike Sullivan leaving Raquel with Crosby and and Gensel's helping him find his game and he's found his scoring touch. That's that's very big for the Penguins. Russ is gonna with Russ coming back in the lineup now. You've solidified your top six and made the bottom. It made the third line. I, I think with O'Connor and Pustinen and Eller that can be a really really good good third line as you move forward and the fourth line's been. Stable and, and and playing well. They turned. I thought their shift. They had a couple of shifts that turned the game, the tide last night. So, but as far as Crosby and Ovechkin, I think Ovechkin's in a. You know, every, you want to talk about a player that 
you know, he's he still has eight goals, had one ticket away from the other night. He should have had nine. And it's he's doing it without look, he's missing Backstrom. He's missing Oshie. So if you look at the power play guys, um you had Oshie in the pocket. You had Backstrom on the half wall, you had Carlson at point. And then you had Oveskin on in his in his place that he's always off on that half on the half wall. You take two of those guys away, that it the dynamic has changed. They're not getting the same looks. They're not treating the other ones as a threat. So they're just trying to take away Ovechkin. And still, if he gets, him, gets himself on a roll, they'll get back right in. But they don't have the same horses as they did before. And until Oshie gets himself back in the lineup, that's a key, key player. That's like taking away our key players on the Penguins and, and expecting somebody to produce the way they did before. It's just not the same for them. And they got to find a way. But they're winning games. Stanley Cup champion Jay Caulfield on the line. Fan Hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and heating and air conditioning provider for over 50 years. All right, Jay, I'm going to read from you from uh, to you from Josh Yowie's piece. This was, uh, I think, after the Blues game, so it's about four days ago. He yeah. said, uh, I had one issue with this game for the Penguins. His name is Eric Carlson. Yikes. Carlson hasn't been very good the past few weeks, but especially bad in this game. I know he takes chances, Yoey writes, but this performance was atrocious. His turnovers were responsible for multiple odd man rushes. Also didn't think he was good on the power play. Overall, has the Carlton, uh, Carlson experience been what you expected, better or worse? Yeah, it's not what I expect. I don't think it's where it needs to be. I mean, the power play's gone, you know, hasn't been good. Look, he's, he is dynamic. When he's up in the play, the, what he can do, uh, not many other players can. But on the defensive side of it, they just haven't found, just hasn't found his game right. I mean, whether it be with, you know, he's with, uh, he's with Graves now. They moved Graves off of that. They had... Before he had Pedersen, who I think has been playing just really good hockey. And, uh, but I don't think, yeah, I think some of the things that we are seeing, maybe it's a press mode. You're trying to force something. He's with, with players that are, you know, world class and, and uh, maybe forcing things, not getting puck to the, pucks to the net, even missing guys like trying to set up a one timer and not a good pass over. But some of the chances he's taken, and what Josh always said was right that game, there were a couple breaks that, I, I don't know. He gets himself caught, and and they've had the and if it wasn't for the goaltending, if St. Louis buries that, the, the outcome is different. So no, hasn't been the season, the start to the season that he would want. He's still a plus player, twenty some points, and it's amazing how that's looked at. But but as far as defensively, it's not as good as what it's it's not where it needs to be for a player of that caliber and what they have what they expected of him. We lose Jay there. Jay, are you there? We lost you all of a sudden. Jay, Austin, yep, got you guys. Uh, now, there we go. Now we got you. Not... Now we got you back, Jay. We lost you Sorry, there for bro. a second. Uh, I, you know, the other guy I've been a little disappointed was the big signing of Graves in the off season. Um, yeah. You know, I heard yeah. he came here. He looks like Adonis, man. He's put together. But he doesn't seem to play. He, he plays a smaller game, at least for me. How about you? Yeah, this not it's not hasn't been going well for him either. So I think that almost couple, you know, if you blend it. By the way, the Penguins D as a whole, if you look at every night, 
they're all plus players. I mean, outside the bottom, I think Ludwig's a minus, but he brings a different element, and you're not on for the goals for as much. But bottom line, they're plus players. But certainly, uh, Ryan Graves hasn't found his game here yet, right? And they're trying to figure out. You went from the first pairing to the second. They moved him down to the third pairing, and rightfully so. It's not you, – you can't – it's not – there's there's mistakes happening. It's not – he's not strong enough in front. I, th- I don't know what they expected. If you watched him over the years and watched him in Jersey, he had great stats as far as plus minus. He's, got a, he's, he's big. He's got a stick. But he doesn't play that, that – I mean, I don't, I don't think – I don't know what – when he was brought in, what that was, what he was going to bring, or what they expected, but he's not as physical anywhere near what they were hoping to have it be, and I've never really seen that in his game. He's just a, a guy who has great stats, good, good plus minus. Maybe the system between Jersey and Penguins is completely different, and he hasn't adjusted yet. But they're they're trying to find it. They're they're trying to help him find it, and hopefully when he finds it, he gets right back to what he was doing before. But and I'm telling you, it's, as a player, if you're in between or you're thinking or you know, not feeling it. It's a tough spot to be in. It's a tough thing. So uh, they're going to work with him. He'll keep working hard at it and get it back. But he, he needs to find a different level for his game as far as how the Penguins play it. And I think a big thing, you can. we always talk about simplifying. When things aren't going well, get the puck to the forwards. Be strong. Know when to pinch, when to cover up. All those, when to go down the wall when you have a, when you have a high forward. All those things. Just go back to the the basic part of it, and, how, and then how the Penguins want to play, you just kind of keep picking it up. They're aggressive. The Penguins' D are aggressive. They like to go down the wall, but they have to do it at the appropriate times. They like to kind of squeeze rushes when they're coming on them and take it, and they both work in tandem. And when the Penguins are good, when they do that, they're good at it. Right now, Ryan Graves is not feeling the Penguins' system, and they're trying anything and everything to make it work. And moving them down to the third pair – I think was an appropriate move last night, especially after the start of the game. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, Jay, before we let you go, I got to ask you, you were in the news last week. Mario's comeback uh, was the 23rd anniversary. I believe it was December 30th. Uh, and you were the guy who trained him to come back. As you look back on that, Jay, what do you remember most about that experience? Um, just just uh, 
working with the best player that we, that we feel, the best player in the game and what he was able to accomplish, Ron, and a guy that wanted to just realize, you know, hey, I know I can help this team win and get back to a level that, that he would expect. And I think after watching it for three-plus years, that he, that he knew it. And I think he just, being, being part of a guy that drove himself to get back to the elite level, and I've always said he wasn't coming back to be just good. He was coming back. The only way those guys could think is to be great. And uh, watch him do it was uh, great for as long as he did after retiring and coming back. So, And, again, that was for his, not only the team, the city, but what it meant to his family, his son, his daughters, wife Natalie. I think all of them, they're all part of that whole thing. And it was, it's, it's great to see and, and what he accomplished. Coming back and doing what he did, I, I had no doubt. It was just always a worry, Ron, about the injuries that he went through and how you had to make sure that he was ready to go with and not, not having any setback. And he didn't, and he, and he went off from there. And I, I don't know how many points he had in the 40-some games left, but 70-some points, and it's, he's, he's one of a kind. He's such a unique, unique athlete and personality, unassuming superstar that, um, that has come through, and there's, and there's so many great players that have come through Pittsburgh. Yeah, all- he did have 70-some points. I think they went to the Eastern yeah. Conference Finals and lost to New Jersey uh, that year. But he told yeah, you right maybe. up front to, to basically beat the heck out of them, right, to get them ready to go, no holds barred? He just – no, he, yeah, he just – look, I, no, he just said, hey, it was a real simple phone call, and I mean simple, like, hey, what are you doing in the next couple months? Uh, can, you, can, you, can you skate me and work me out? And I said, sure. And I didn't, and somebody's always asked me, well, did you ask him? I didn't ask him anything. I just said, well, timeline. I just asked him a timeline. And it's mentioned late December. And that's all I did. I didn't, I didn't have to ask him, well, you know, what are you doing? What are you coming back for? I, we know each other well enough. We were teammates for five years. And he knows what I had to do to just stay in the game and what I did. And, and, uh, and we went about it from there. And I think, and Ron, it was very, in my opinion, in my Part of it, the toughest part of it, not from his standpoint, but from my mind, was to make sure that he didn't have a, you know, from the hip, the back, you know, anything, any kind of setback physically, because I think that would have ruined, that would have ended that, him trying to do that, and it worked out, it worked out very, very well, obviously, and but but nothing, just real simple conversations, like because he's he's kind of quiet about it. He just asked me a simple question, and I answered it. Then we came up with a plan, nothing more than that. Wow. Amazing story, Joe. That's one of your highlights, isn't it? Being there that night. And one of my lowlights. It's the greatest regret of my professional (laughs) career because of this, Jay. Kevin Allen was the first person who broke that story. I had done a story. I had done a story the previous year on Steve Rich and D Rizzo, a very complimentary story because they were, they were doing amazing things. I never check. Right, right. I never checked my voicemail in the office back at the Trib. Never even picked up the phone. Never checked my voicemail. After the fact, there was a voicemail from D Rizzo where he said, "I have some very interesting news to tell you." Uh, he was, I think, he was going to tell me that Mario was going to make a comeback, and I think I could have broken that story, unless, of course, you had called Ron or I. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was we. I didn't tell anybody. I didn't. I didn't talk. The only person who knew was my my wife, Alicia. That was it. I mean, I didn't. I, I think we were trying to keep it as quiet as can be, and you could kind of get away with that a little bit then without the social media and yeah. cell phones and things like that. But that was that was something that was we were remaining 
and we, quiet. Dale Rossetti, I always said, Dale Rossetti, who gave us, set us up and helped us with the ice and everything, it, it's now RMU, uh, was outstanding. And you can only, we skated really early, too. We skated in the morning, like 6 o'clock in the morning. Right. So it was, it was a way to keep it quiet. And Mario didn't want anybody to know just for the reasons that, hey, if this doesn't work out, I don't want to even get, I don't want anybody, I don't even want to talk about it. So we stayed quiet about it. And um, so uh, that you had a phone call like that, that's, you're one of the few, because I didn't talk to anybody about it, guys. Man, I wish I had answered that phone, Ron. Jay, I think that that, <laughs> that, that season, it's, yeah. we, it's weird, because the actual comeback, like the night of the comeback and the fact that he was, act, it was like watching a ghost from, from the past. There he was, 66, yeah. overshadowed yeah. the fact that that might have been the greatest individual season under those circumstances in the history of the league. Yeah. He had 76 points yeah. in 43 games. That was 1.77 a game, which was up there with some of his best years. And he should have won MVP, yeah, even though I, only, he only played 43 games. Well, I, was, I'm, I'm, I mean it, Joe. That's seriously, like, uh, even when we skated, when it was a couple weeks in, I think even if you had asked me, when we were a couple weeks in and – you know, I think there was just a little mo- – there was a moment of him doubting it, like wondering, you know, could he get through? Because you can feel good and you can feel all right, and then all of a sudden something doesn't – not good. But then he got over that, and and even as our skates were good, he just – he looked – he got better and better every day. And just, I mean, as far as skating, I mean, what are you going to tell? He's the greatest – his hands, his – you know, he just his, – his mind sees the game completely different than everybody else. And he, and he carried it out physically. So – yeah, I think I think what what he had done. Uh, on, I mean, we're talking about Joe Flacco coming off the couch in football, and that's within one year. I mean, Mario, three and a half years out of the game, oh. who needed a mental break and physically was, you know, broken down. Like physically went through so much as we all know. Uh, I think that's um, that is an unbelievable. I think it's one of the best stories as far as what an athlete. And, I, and again, I'm not I'm not surprised at it, but there were a lot of things that went with it that, you know, one thing here or there could have derailed that and. Um, and he didn't. It didn't happen. It, he was able to go off and do what he did. Well, listen, really to, listen to this, Ron and Jay. Not to get too far into the weeds, but that year, he averaged zero point eight one goals per game. Zero point eight one goals per game. You go back through Mario's career. That's better than his rookie year, his second year, eighty nine ninety, ninety ninety one, ninety one ninety two. It's it's unbelievable. Yep. Ninety three ninety four. 96-97 when he played 76 games. He was just a monster. Ron, three and a half years out of the league, I think that might be the greatest NHL season that's ever been. And his team went to the conference final. Yes. Unreal, Jay. You, know, you had such a, a part in it, man. Well, I was going to say, Ron, there was a clip I showed of something. The other night, just doing a telestration thing, and showed Evgeny Malkin breaking through and, and fighting to get open, and, and Bo Horvat's kind of grabbing him from behind and hooking and the fact that the matter is I and I had mentioned this I go well it was it was, reminded me of like it was kind of Mario-esque if you will only for the standpoint of from the standpoint of a guy grabbing and, and, and doing anything to stop him from getting to the net and Mario had there was a clip of him playing in Quebec when he scored a goal and there from the neutral zone all the way to the net there, there was like five penalties that they could have called on, and they never got the calls. It was, I don't. The ref never even raised his hand, but he still scored the goal. But the never, the ref never raised his arm as if for a penalty. To me, 
what he had to deal with because he's big. If you don't do that to him, he's going to embarrass you. So they had no other choice, and they still couldn't stop him. It just physically took a toll. And, um, yeah, unbelievable stuff what he did. And um, amazing that he's that been here and made, it, made, made everything happen here in Pittsburgh is an outstanding uh, sports story just in general and businessman. Love rem- I love reminiscing. The only way to do this better would be on the golf course. All four of us could reminisce. As an aside, as an aside. I do have one thing to say, though. If Mario heard your story about, I think the only way to get into your kitchen is a time change question. <laughs> <laughs> so Listen to this, Jay. If somebody throws out. Yeah. No, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead, please. I, if, I was going to say, if. If Mara doesn't like how it's going, all he needs to say is, hey, Joe, what time is it? If it's 10 o'clock Eastern time, what is it on the West Coast? I think we might have you. Is today a golf day? For me, it is. 40 degrees, 38, 39 is the cutoff for me. I think I'm going to go to Moon uh, at 2.30 today and play 18 holes by myself in an hour and a half. That is very good. That's very dedicated. Good for you. It's a little breeze. I see the flags are moving, so have a good time, Joe. Enjoy it. Thank you, Amen. Jay. Impressive work ethic. <laughs> see you, we'll Jay. See you. Wonderful stuff, man. Ron. Joe, you were you you've called that one of your career highlights. Real high, wasn't it, that night? Yes. Him coming back. The most amazing sports story I ever covered, and there's no close second. Ah, it's it would have been like incredible. I mean, it would have been like Ben coming back when? Next year. Or even the year after, right? Because three and a half years. And not only come back. 76 points, and you lead your team to the conference final. In 43 games, he should have been the MVP. That was just Chris Pronger. Get out of here. Do you remember when he came skating out for the first time? Yes, I do. John, they, they, The late John Barbaro in warm-ups first. Right. It was you watched him, and then, and then he announced him, yeah. The, his banner was up in the rafters. They took it down, right? The, yes. They unretired his retired number. And then what how many seconds night? before he got a point? Uh, he had, I think he had a goal and two assists that night. It was five nothing win against Toronto. I want to say. What's the anniversary of that, Ron? Uh, Twenty three years. I think it was December thirtieth. Um, I think because I talked about it on the air last week. Um, I'm not quite sure of the date. Mm-hmm. I, I just remember mm-hmm. talking about it on the day that it was. Unreal, huh? Most unbelievable event that I ever covered in many years of covering events. Would you, would you rank that over the Pirates game? The Pirates game was the most electric event I ever covered. It was pretty electric at the arena. That it night. was, but there was nothing like the okay. Pirate game. Okay, I'm with you. There was nothing but the but the most amazing event I covered in terms of the circumstances. Nothing. Come Mario on, come back. Come on, Austin. How old were you? You were minus what at that? Point? I was minus four months old. Weren't you cute at minus four months old? Wasn't he, Ron? Imagine how small he was. (laughs) Little blip on the radar. Just a little blip on the radar. Coming up. I'm still trying to get the guy from Tennessee, Ron. I think I confused him with my email, Ron. Needless to say. How about Jay listening, listening and throwing it back in your face? First, I said to this poor guy, I don't know what I said to him, Ron. In the end, I said, would noon Eastern, which is 11 a.m. Central, work? Is that correct? That's correct. Yes. He said, sure, call me then. I'm going to pass this along to you, Dom, Jim. Austin. Chris, Austin. Yes. I'm going to pass this along to you, his number, and we're going to call this guy. 
because if you're a Steeler fan, you want to know everything that's happening with the Titans. Who's their quarterback going to be? I happen to believe that Derrick Henry, the way he's talking, the way he's sounding this week, wants to send his fans in Tennessee off with a great game, and we he's got, healthy. We got to hear he's the healthy. we got to hear the Vrabel clip from yesterday too. Vrabel sounds motivated. Listen, that was a pretty good little team they had in Tennessee for a while there. They had an era. They didn't get it done, but they had a a unique way of playing the game this day and age. Derrick Henry was a superstar. They made it, I think, to an AFC title game one year against the Chiefs. And now that's all probably coming to an end for a bunch of people. Vrabel could be gone after this one, too. Him, yeah, he's included in what I'm saying. And if I think I know the character of some of those people, including Vrabel, they're going to want their final game in Tennessee to be a good one. No doubt. I think so. I really do. Let's talk more about that. We're going to get the inside scoop on the Titans coming up. The big boy at 1230. And the big boy at 1230. It's Cook and Joe. Vacations begin here at the Pittsburgh Travel Showcase presented by AAA Travel, January 19th through the 21st at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center. Is there still an L in there? I think there is. Then It's not on the read. And something's telling me that changed at one point. But who am I? There's exclusive discounts and convenient one-stop shopping. Tickets at pittsburghtravelshowcase.com where your adventure is waiting for you. Gina GM Austin. My bad. Jacksonville quarterback Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> who will be playing against Tennessee, is considered day-to-day. He's going to practice on a limited basis today after missing last week the first NFL game that he has ever missed. Headlines powered by Bowser and Genesis in Monroeville. Now open for more. Go to 937thefan.com. And now, here's Joe. Why, thank you, Austin. When it's time to sell your home, you want to get it done fast, right? You don't want to have to wait months to get an offer. Kelly from South Hills says that Gina Giampietro made the whole process incredibly smooth. Her home was listed right away, and it didn't take long at all for Gina to find a buyer. She was honest with Kelly up front, told her what a fair listing price would be, and she knew because Gina is so familiar with the Pittsburgh market. Kelly's got another home to sell. Says she's going to be back with Gina again because she was so helpful the first time. I would say that Kelly is very smart, and you would be too, to call Gina. You can't lose. She sits down with you. You agree on a price and a deadline. Deadline passes. Home isn't sold. Gina will have it bought and turned into a rental. Call the only agent I would trust if I needed to sell my home in Pittsburgh. Gina Giampietro of Remax Select Realty. Give her a call, 724-602-9752. Google GM Petro of Remax Select Realty and look up GinaWillSellYourHome.com. That's GinaWillSellYourHome.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. 
Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.